Welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast, where licensed attorney and certified life coach Laura Kelly teaches you how to bring joy, harmony, and balance to your practice and your life. Hello, colleagues, whenever or wherever you are, welcome to the Joyful Attorney Podcast. I'm your host, professional certified coach and practicing attorney, Laura Kelly. Today's topic is on limiting beliefs. Limiting beliefs are ideas we hold that feel absolutely true, but at the same time, they limit us from achieving our true potential. You can recognize limiting beliefs because the words you will hear in your own mind sound like, I can't, I could never, this isn't for me. But the truly insidious limiting beliefs actually sound like, I don't want to. Sometimes I don't want to is the lie we tell ourselves to keep us small. Now, for sure there are some things we truly do not want to do, but if we do not critically examine what we want to do or what we don't want to do, we end up in limitation. For example, I may decide that I don't want to go to a networking event, because I have social anxiety and the fear is deeply uncomfortable. Giving into that fear limits me from potentially making new connections that can serve me professionally and personally. Now I've talked a lot about the motivational triad, but it's a good idea to constantly refresh this idea. The motivational triad is the proposition that our minds are evolutionarily driven to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and expend as little energy as possible. It's our mind's way of keeping us safe and comfortable. The problem is that when we seek pleasure, avoid pain, and expend as little energy as possible, we do not grow. And when we don't grow, we experience much more negative emotion than we would have otherwise. So to counteract the motivational triad, we expend energy wisely. We delay gratification and we lean into discomfort, especially uncomfortable emotions. When we are willing to feel uncomfortable emotions, we develop great tolerance and resilience to whatever life throws at us. I recently had an experience with limiting beliefs that I'd love to share. So a couple of months ago, I was in Grand Cayman for a training program. And while we were there, we were urged to step out of our comfort zone and try scuba diving. Scuba diving was not something I had any desire to do. I had made my cost-benefit analysis and at some point in the past decided that the cost of scuba diving, the expense, and the not insignificant concepts of sharks and drowning were not worth the potential benefit. Checking out fish? Hmm. I love to snorkel. How much better could scuba diving be? But as we did the training, we were asked to think about what our limiting beliefs were. One popped up for me. It wasn't scuba diving. It was with regard to my business. I remember being a solo with one assistant in the past and thinking that I didn't want to grow. That being a bigger firm and hiring more help wasn't for me. I had seen other businesses, other law firms grow and I just thought, why do that? And I was also seeing how this same belief was showing up for me now in my current solo practice. And I was also thinking about how this isn't for me was showing up in my coaching business. 
So anyways, the next day, peer pressure being what it is, saw me in the water with scuba gear on. We went in with almost no training and it was fine because we had a small group with two instructors. And I found myself on the bottom of the ocean waiting for the instructor to come back with another one of us. And I was entirely at peace. It wasn't about watching the fish, although they were really cool. I had this sense of knowing that I was doing this really scary thing and I had complete confidence that I could deal with whatever came up. And that's when it hit me. You don't know what you don't know. When you're doing a cost benefit analysis, you don't know what the benefit is of doing the thing. It's all assumption. It's all unknown. What if the benefit is a life or experience beyond your wildest dreams? In fact, Eckhart Tolle was talking about manifestations at the retreat I went to a couple of weeks ago. And he said, if I had manifested just being a spiritual teacher, he would never have been what he is now, which is a multi-million you know, book selling author and someone who leads thousands of people on spiritual re- re- retreats. And so we have to be careful that even in our manifestations, not to limit ourselves, because what is possible is literally infinite. And that's why limiting beliefs are so insidious. Our brains assume that the benefit is not worth it, but often our minds are wrong. What would it look like to have a life that truly delights you? What would it look like to push yourself further than you ever thought possible? What if you were afraid and you did the thing anyway? And right now I'm dealing with this with my daughter. She's nine and she's in cheer clinic. And due to her diminutive size, she's been picked as the flyer. She's the girl at the top of the pyramid that will frequently be dropped by the others. And yesterday she told me she doesn't want to do it anymore because the pressure and stress are just too much. She only has two days of clinic. So I told her that she's not going to stop. Yes, my poor daughter has both an attorney and mindset coach as a mother. So winning any kind of argument with me is going to be nearly impossible for her. However, I urged her to think about what she does want. What does she enjoy about cheer? She doesn't have to fly, but she does have to continue with her commitment to her teammates. She's super angry with me at the moment, but I think she will learn a valuable lesson aside from getting really, really good at eye rolling. We don't quit when things get hard. We discover what is possible only by pushing through our self-imposed limitations. Fear, pressure, and stress are the only ways we grow. Per Ardua ad Astra, through adversity to the stars. I also encourage my daughter to try visualization techniques to help her overcome her fears. I led her in an exercise where she envisioned herself being held up by her teammates executing the move with strength and steadiness. I encouraged her to explore how she would feel high up doing the move. And to be honest, she wasn't super into it. (laughs) But I want you to know that I do this myself. I'm now in scuba certification and I've had some difficulty with alternate source breathing. So I've been envisioning myself executing the skill and feeling the emotions I would feel as I'm executing. 
Try this on your perceived limitations and let me know how it goes. And if you'd like to work on your limiting beliefs with a community of like-minded legal professionals, join us at Joyful On Demand, my unique subscription-based coaching program for legal professionals. You can benefit from learning better time management techniques, setting boundaries, mindfulness, and so much more. And we apply all this content in weekly live coaching calls. The first month is absolutely free with the code JOYFUL in all caps at checkout. And you can cancel at any time. So there's nothing to lose and everything to gain. Learn more at www.thejoyfulattorney.com slash joyful on demand. Until next time, stay joyful. Learn more about how you can work with Laura Kelly by going to thejoyfulattorney.com. Thank you for listening.